0: You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 69. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you know what the first step to creating success is? And you know how to do it. Most likely, you don't. If so, know this, you are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for how to raise their standards, and they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a stepwise approach to creating lasting change in their business. You see, when you decide to raise your standards, take new action, turn those actions into habits, you'll get better results. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn how to understand the standard circle. That's what we're going to talk about today. How to have a process for creating lasting change. So if you're ready to learn strategies for raising your business standards and how to get better results, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn to understand the standard circle? Think of it this way. (laughs) The level of success that you're having right now, or lack of success that you're having, is a direct correlation of what you will and won't do. In other words, it's your business standards. See, the reason it has impacted your business is because your standards drive your actions. Your actions create your habits, and your habits create your results. And if your standards are starting all of this, shouldn't you know how to, how to control your standards? And shouldn't you know what your standards are and how to raise those standards if you need to? And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I wanted you to understand that there is a process for raising your standards and getting lasting change. So what we're going to do is cover three things today. First, understanding the standard circle. So you know a process for increasing your standards. Second, how to create lasting change so that you have a way to get lasting results. And third, understanding the next level so that you know what to do if you are ready to succeed. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to raise the bar? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And, would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. (music) Understanding the Standard Circle What advisor or agent doesn't want to continue to have success? But very few have designated a system for obtaining that success. The problem is, is that if you don't have systems set up with numerous and significant ways to, to get to the next level, you're not going to get there. You're just leaving your business up to chance. You know, a common phrase that I hear from prospective coaching clients is, I want to grow my business, but I don't know how to do that. In fact, I had a session yesterday with a, a brand new prospect who said, you know, I'm full of anxiety and stress and I'm not sure what to do. It's the same thing. Does this sound like you? If so, don't be concerned because creating success is merely a process and the process begins, like I said before, with the decision to to raise your standards. Thomas J. Watson said it best when he said, if you want to achieve excellence, you can get there today. As of this second, quit doing less than excellent work. So like I said, the first step towards achieving a greater level of success is to raise your standards. So if you're not happy with where you are now, then you have to choose to hold yourself to a higher standard to raise it so that you get to the next level. In fact, you have to have something that's going to guide you in the right direction, which is the new standard. To support that, then you have to increase the number of activities that you do with the new standard in order to get that new result. In other words, your previous behaviors, quote, supported, unquote, your previous standard. So by setting new standards, you'll need new behaviors. Think of these steps as as more of a circle than a linear pattern. Like I said, when you decide to raise the standards, your standards, that is, take new actions, turn those actions into habits, you'll inevitably get better results. And after reviewing your results, you might want to raise your standards again to get to the next level, which means you do the process over again, hence the circle. So the following is a brief outline of how one client of mine applied the standard circle when it came to prospecting. See if you can relate to this person's experience. (music) Step one, raise the bar. One of the most common things that advisors and agents neglect to consider when facing an ongoing challenge is that that their business is, is really a reflection of what's happening inside. So what they need to do is look inward and ask, what am I choosing to accept? In other words, what are the standards regarding a particular facet of the business that you've decided you're, you're going to accept? It's just the norm. So let me tell you about Chris. That's not his real name. Chris, a client of mine, who after months of working from home during the COVID-19 crisis in 2020, stopped prospecting. And he stopped prospecting because he didn't think it was really possible while he was at home and during the COVID crisis. So we discussed the fact that some of his peers were prospecting and how they had simply adapted to the situation. And it didn't take Chris long before he realized that by raising the bar, he could also do the same thing. He could do what his peers were doing, people he knew. And then we went to the next step. Step two, change your action steps. Another challenge for advisors and agents after realizing they, they need to raise the bar and their standards is altering their behavior. Whether it's doing more of, of a task that results in positive outcomes or changing the type of task or action altogether, they've got to change their behavior. So Chris knew that just knowing what his peers were doing wasn't enough because he knew I explained the whole thing to him. Instead, he needed to learn a new way of prospecting via the phone and Zoom. And so what he needed to do is learn how to set appointments on the phone to do Zoom appointments and practice that and apply it. Now, that might seem like an old way to prospect now since it's been three years. But back then it wasn't. It was brand new for him and for most people. So, we set realistic goals on who to call and what to say and when to prospect and, and how to handle the objections and all of it and how to reward himself for accomplishments when he's prospecting. And then we went to the next step. Step three, creating new habits. I've seen advisors and agents dabble in applying various solutions over the years, and dabbling never works. You see, When they get some success and then they quit doing it, then they unfortunately go back to the same challenge. And unfortunately, this type of process only circles back to them bringing up that challenge again and needing help. (laughs) It's something I call challenge looping. I'll explain it later. But that's why it's so important to continue to take action until it becomes a habit. And after weeks of Chris setting appointments, meeting with prospects via Zoom meetings, and He even managed to gather additional assets. He was seeing success. He was actually pleasantly surprised and tempted to slow down, but I reinforced the need to continue because if he continued, he'd turn this into a new habit. But if he stopped, it was going to slow everything down. So what happened to Chris? Well, over the better part of a month, he came to the understanding that most of the competition currently had the same standards for prospecting. That they weren't doing it like he wasn't doing it but now that he was prospecting like this he realized anything's possible and he realized the opportunity within the obstacle to take action right then unfortunately for him he utilized the standard circle he now had a tool at his disposal and he actually found himself at a, at a crossroads now the reason why this is a circle is because you can go right back to the beginning to raise your bar again take new action create new habits, get better results. And right now, I'm sure you're understanding that's exactly what Chris did. He just kept going. And I'm sure that you're, you're now understanding how impactful this can be for you too. But how do you create lasting change? How do you create lasting change when you're right at that empath of slowing down versus continuing or raising the bar? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next how to create lasting change one of the saddest things I've heard advisors and agents say over the years is it worked so well I stopped doing it the reason I say it's sad is because I know exactly what they're going to say next and I know what they're going to talk about which is the challenge that they once had it's the challenge that they have again and why? well it's because they didn't have lasting change It's what I call challenge looping. Here's how it goes. Number one, I have a challenge. Number two, I get the solution. Could be a tool or technique. Number three, I apply the solution. Number four, I get change and I eliminate the challenge. Number five, I stop applying the solution. In other words, I quit using the tool or technique. Number six, I have the same challenge again. And it's one continuous loop. Here's a classic example. Maybe you've gone through this. I don't know. But let's say that you you want to lose weight. Number one, the challenge is I want to lose 20 pounds. Number two, the solution to eat right and work out. Number three, the action. You start to eat healthy. You go to the gym and actually you get a personal trainer. Number four, the result. You lose 20 pounds. Took you a while, but you did it. You worked hard. You made it happen and you did it. Number five, the habit. Over time, you stop eating. You stop eating well, that is, and you stop working out the way you were before, and you you get rid of that personal trainer. Number six, the challenge. You gain 20 pounds. Does this sound familiar? It happens all the time. In fact, I've had people that I know that have fee-based months, and and they know that they're going to get paid pretty well on that fee-based month, and they basically do nothing that entire month whereas I have other people that work very hard regardless of the month and what fees they're getting. So how do we create lasting change and step out of the challenge loop? Well, let's take a look at at what successful advisors and agents do to create lasting change and get out of their challenge looping. Step one, raise your standards. I've talked about it before, and I'm going to talk about it again in this podcast We've talked about understanding the standard circle. And as I mentioned, raising your standards is essential to getting any kind of change, any kind of positive change. But the way to really do this is is actually pretty simple. You change your shoulds to musts. Take, for example, that yo-yo diet that I just talked about and working out, you know, and losing that 20 pounds If that person who should lose the 20 pounds was told that they must lose the 20 pounds in order to reduce the chances of a heart attack, well then, there's a higher probability that they're going to lose the 20 pounds because they have a stronger reason to raise the bar, to raise their standards of what they eat and how they work out. Let me tell you a quick story about how this happened to one advisor. It reminds me of a, a client of mine years ago who she wasn't really happy with her assets under management and she asked me in january what should my goal be for this year she'd been in the business for 25 years and she i think she had around 125 million under management in january she asked me okay what should my yearly goal be and i said you know i think at your level you should at least bring in 12 million at least a million a month and i said we need to raise our minimums here it has to be at least 500,000 or more. So one year later, she brought in 12 million. And in January that following year, she asked me the same thing. She asked me, "What should my assets under management goal be this year?" And I said 24 million. And I said, "You know, 2 million a month." She said, I, "I don't know if I can do that." And I said, "Don't worry about the how. That's that's my job. I'll help you with that." So we raised the minimum account size to a million. And one year later, she didn't bring in 24, she brought in 25. So we raised the minimums again to 3 million and then to 5 million. And in one month, she brought in 10 million in new assets that month from only three accounts. The point is, we stopped talking about the should do and we talked about the must do to take her business to the next level. So let's go to the next step. Step two. Breaking through your limiting belief systems. Limiting belief systems are a deal breaker when it comes to making lasting change. (laughs) That's why you need to to break through your limiting belief systems as quickly as possible. Typically, limiting beliefs are a learned behavior. You weren't born with these. The minute that you were born, the doctor didn't pick you up by your ankles and say, not interested, and you cried. (laughs) First off, you wouldn't have known that it was painful because you wouldn't understand what he was saying. And get this, it's still not painful to hear not interested. It's only painful if you buy into the limiting belief that it hurts, that hearing an objection means that you got rejected personally. So how do we break through a limiting belief system? We simply understand the reality that our limiting belief systems are simply something that we created. If we change the story to create a new belief system, it changes everything. Let me explain what I mean. Years ago, I worked in a bank, and I was a financial advisor in a bank, and I had a great office in the corner office, and there was six personal bankers that were sitting out in front of my my office, and I asked the bank manager if she wanted me to coach them on how to sell. Now, she did, and I met with one of the personal bankers, and I realized she was afraid of rejection. Here's what happened. This personal banker could close people easily if they walked into the bank branch and sat down with her. She knew her products. She knew what to say. She knew how to handle everything. But she had a limiting belief system, and she couldn't set appointments over the phone, and she couldn't sell over the phone, and she didn't know why. She came into my office and said that she hated calling people. So I asked her, I remember I asked, why is that? She said, I don't know. So we role-played an easy product. I said, what's the easiest product that you sell to your bank customers? And she said, a HELOC, home equity line of credit. So she did it. She was great. She knew exactly what to say. Then I unplugged my headset, my handset, excuse me, on my phone, on my phone cord, and I gave it to her. And I said, put that up to your ear. Let's role-play again. So we did. We role-played again, and she was terrible. And I asked her, why? Why? And she said, well, it feels like I'm on the phone. So I asked her, what was that all about? And was it a problem in your last job? And she said, no, I was a counselor in a men's prison in my last job. And I was surprised. And I asked her, well, were you afraid? Was it, I mean, did you have this kind of fear in that job? And she said, no, not at all. And I couldn't help but ask why. And she said, Well, I could see them, I could read their body language. And so she said, that's it. I can't read their body language when I'm on the phone. And there it was, her limiting belief. She needed to be able to read body language in order to feel comfortable. But here's the problem. She could see me, but she had that phone up to her ear. So it was really about having the phone to her ear and thinking, just doing that was an association with not being in control. So, get this. We role-played again, and she was actually better. We did it again, and she was even better. And then I had her turn her chair to the right, and I turned my chair to my right, so we couldn't see each other, but I was right next to her, and she role-played again with the same product, the same presentation, and she was terrible. And She was terrible because she couldn't see me, but we kept doing this over and over again until she was great at it. And she couldn't see me, but she was incredible. So when we finally finished, she left my office, and she felt good about it. She, she was going to go out and set some appointments, and within less than five minutes, she ran into my office and said, I set an appointment. It was easy. The reason it was easy was because she was desensitized to her limiting belief system, that she had to see someone in order to set an appointment. And that's how breaking your limiting belief systems work. If you get new information, new resources, new techniques, in other words, you you challenge the limiting belief system, and at that point, what you're doing is you're desensitizing to that old negative belief system because you poked a hole in it. So let's go to step three. Step three, learn from mentors. In order to create lasting change, you need to do something different, like I said before. In other words, you need to step out of your comfort zone. One of the best ways to do that is to find the right mentors or coach. Take for instance the example of losing weight. Would you have less or more success if you had a personal trainer? Well, of course you'd have more success. And that's why I help my clients learn tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions that work for successful advisors and agents. And over the years, it's been the staple of what I do to help my clients to reach the next level. It's amazing that oftentimes when an advisor or agent or wholesaler or branch manager or agency manager applies these solutions, they get success right away. And it reminds me of a a client I had a few years ago that basically was struggling to survive See, he was a rookie. He had been in the business for a few years, and he averaged about 5 million in new assets a year. He was struggling. He was struggling when he started coaching, but he learned what to do and how to do it and how to put more people into the pipeline, as well as getting them through the pipeline. And we worked on helping people want to buy. It was a whole different way of thinking for him. And in one session, we worked on three different prospects that he was going to try to close that next day. And... He sat down with them, all three, and he closed all three of those people. And he gathered $7 that day. He gathered more assets in one day than he did in one year in the previous average of all the years that he'd been in the business. So this reinforced a new belief system and a new standard that anything's possible. Let's go to step four. Step four, measuring. Your progress. You can't manage what you don't measure. And that's why it's important to measure your activity. Take, for instance, losing the 20 pounds example that I mentioned earlier. What if you lost the 20 pounds, but you weighed in every Monday morning and you had a standard that you'll never go over 3 pounds more than your ideal weight? Now, that might sound a little tough, but if you gained 3 pounds, you could evaluate what happened. Do I need to eat healthier? Do I need to work out more? Do I need to talk to my coach? Is this even a big deal? (laughs) But if you had that standard, you'd probably never gain the 20 pounds back again, would you? No, because you're constantly measuring what you're doing. And it reminds me of a client years ago where he made a game out of handling objections when he was prospecting. See, he was a newer advisor with four years of experience. In the business. He was prospecting, but he wasn't setting a lot of appointments. So he was stressed out because he wasn't able to handle the objections. So I taught him what to say, how to say it, and how to handle the objections. But it's what he did after that that made all the difference. He made a game out of it. He made a game out of getting objections. Talked about this before, but I think it's just incredible what he did. He put a quarter in a jar every time he heard an objection. And so he'd look forward to it. And then he'd count up the quarters, and basically he'd try to break his record. Now, it wasn't just hearing the objections. It was knowing what to do when he heard the objections. You see, he was measuring his prospecting success based on how often he was getting objections and getting through objections. As a result, he was getting better success. Let's go to step five. Step five. The new standard. The secret to creating lasting change comes in the combination of all the previous steps. Because if you do those steps long enough, you'll create new standards. And it's the new standard that keeps you out of challenge looping. In other words, if we take the example of someone who wants to or thinks they should lose 20 pounds, and they're told number one, lose the weight or you're going to have a heart attack. In other words, we turn the should to a must. You must lose the weight. Number two, you can eat healthy and not be hungry. There's a new belief system. Number three, learn how to do it with a personal trainer. In other words, having a coach, somebody to take them every step of the way. Number four, do weekly weigh-ins. In other words, they're measuring the progress. And number five, then they realize that they are now the person that is healthy. In other words, you now have a new identity because you have new standards. See, that's the key, a new identity. You won't gain the 20 pounds back because you associate your new identity to somebody that's in shape, that works out, that walks every night, or lifts weights, or whatever. That's how you get out of the challenge looping. The difference between the person that keeps the weight off and those who don't keep the weight off are the new standards, the new standards of what they eat and how they work out. And as a result, they have associated their new standards of how they eat and how they work out with their new identity. See the same thing happens in business too. Here's what I mean. My client who brought in 12 million and then 25 million realized that she can bring in assets anytime she wants. She didn't go back to not bringing in assets. Personal banker that I coached years ago to overcome her negative belief system that she can't set appointments (laughs) or even do business over the phone she realized within five minutes that she can set appointments and she never went back. She just kept setting appointments. The client who brought in more assets in one day than one year never went back to thinking that he can only bring in 5 million a year. The client who learned how to handle objections and make a game out of it, out of overcoming those objections and hearing those objections, never went back to thinking that he can't overcome objections. All of these people, had four things in common. Let me explain what I mean. First, they challenged their standards. Second, they created new standards. Third, they got out of challenge looping because they stuck to the new standards. And fourth, they had me to help them change where they were at to where they wanted to be. So, how can you specifically make lasting change and get you to the next level? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The next level. So I said that we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding the standard circle. Check, we did that. Second, how to create lasting change. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is the next step. So you know what to do if you're ready for the next level. So what you probably know by now is that, that standards can make or break your business. But what you don't know, or you might not have figured out by now, is that getting the right coach will help you get there faster. Getting the right coach to help you understand your standards and to help raise those standards, as well as help you do what you need to do differently to get better results, is really what I do. In fact, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in the industry for 30 years and I've been coaching advisors and agents since 2004. As a result, I've taken advisors and agents and wholesalers and branch managers and agency managers of all types to the next level. The only real question is, are you ready for the next step? So what's the next step? The next step is simple. It's easy. I say this every week and basically it takes 30 seconds but it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take in your business, that is. And here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast and go back to doing what you're doing, and nothing will change. That's actually the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take a step in the right direction. It takes 30 seconds. Email me. Email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Simply write, Let's Talk. And I'll shoot you an email back. We'll set up a time to talk about your challenges and your standards and how to get to the next level. And that's absolutely the right step in the right direction because if you do, you're going to learn a process for getting connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning. It's probably what you always needed. Also, you'll finally be able to have the solutions to take you to the next level and help you raise your standards. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at Dan at Advisor Solutions com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's Dan at Advisor Solutions com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.